Blog Talk Radio.
to the Truth to Power show with uh, Beverly and Eddie Rodriguez. And uh, we are listening to some great uh, jazz legend tonight. Eddie, how are you doing this evening? Better love to you, Beverly. I'm doing fine. How are you doing? We were Eric uh, on the line. Eric? Eric? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What did you think of the starting uh, just our set, you know, with what you heard? Oh, man, it's like 30 degrees over here. I'm nice and warm, man, from here in Braybar. That's old man beat on them Congo bongos. Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Who are we listening to tonight? Well, tonight we're doing a, an interesting uh, show. We're going we're gonna to hear the music of a legend in Latin jazz and salsa music, the late, great percussionist, band leader, um, Mr. Ray Barreto, rest in peace. Uh, and so um, some of his music is part of uh, of the South Bronx tale. He's lived in the Bronx. I met him in the Bronx. Uh, I still remember when I met him. Um, I wasn't in the music industry. It was, uh, he was, you know, known already and, I shook his hand. I, I never forget his hands were so, so big. They used to call him Mr. Hard Hands, Ray Barreto. And, but he was tall, and his hands were huge. And um, but and he, he was just a, a great human being. It wasn't uh, it was a humble human being. And then when I got into the business professionally, uh, you know, he would see me, and uh, uh, he would, we would chat for a little while. He was a great man. Rest in peace. So. Uh, he passed away in 2006. He was born in 1929. He was in New York, Puerto Rican. And uh, it's interesting because he was always um, very supportive of some of the uh, movements uh, with, uh, with the uh, injustice, the corruption, the, the, the mafia, you know, that was in the Bronx at the time. And we had the organizations like the Young Lords organization that came up, and he was very supportive of them. Uh, um, he used to do fundraisers for them, and, and he was uh, a kind, kind gentleman. He was the only Latin performer, you know, that Woodstock in, in Harlem, you know, that uh, the Oscar-winning uh, documentary that, they, that was never released. Uh, it was lost. Um, uh, I don't know the title of it, but uh, uh, Quest Love from uh, from the Roots um, was able to uh, rescue it and release it. He won an Oscar for it, uh, but it was all of the black music. While wow, they were doing rock up there in in, uh, in Woodstock, New York, in Harlem, okay. promoter put together you know, to 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 highlight and to bring joy to the people that were, you know, in town, Mary. Uh, I remember uh, Nina Simone. I didn't go to the, to the event, but it was always like Nina Simone, or the Fifth Dimension. Ray Barreto was one of the artists that performed there. Um, so, you know, Ray was involved with the community. And so tonight what we're going to do is honor him by playing some of his music and uh, reading a little bit of his bio, 
down the line, but mostly is you know our show is a a community service. Um, this show is done live, unscripted. Uh, we're on phones. Uh, I'm talking to you from the speaker of my iPhone. And uh, if you hear anything in the background, like dogs barking and things like that, it's Puerto Rican dogs. Like, oh, that's all I can tell you. The weather here is, is wonderful. So, Beverly? Okay. I'm here. We hear you. Okay. We're going to uh, put on Midnight.
<laughs> Mr. Hard Hands, Ray Barreto, for your listening and your dancing pleasure. Brought to you by Beverly D. And Truth to Power on Block Talk Radio every Thursday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, sometimes from 9.30 to 11.30 p.m. like tonight, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Beverly, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to share some uh, art, you know, to at least showcase some artists that uh, that have been, uh, that you can feel. Uh, let's put it like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, while I was, while I was uh, experiencing these shows live, you know, I mean, it doesn't, you know, there's a huge difference. And there, there I go. I have my Puerto Rican dog barking in the background. So I want to remind everybody the show is done live, unscripted, and uh, All right. Of... That's the best time <laughs> when it's live. <laughs> so once again, you know, listening to the music live and listening to the recordings and just remembering those times. Uh, I mean, Beverly, did you feel it? Uh-oh, who couldn't? Hey, you have to be dead not to feel that. That was some strong mm-hmm. vibrations, yes. And how about you, and you Eric? You know Eric feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was ridiculous, boy. It was going in, man. That was going in. That was a good way to explain it, babe. Even that will wake the dead. I used to work with the dead, too. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, Ray Barreto is that um, Ray um, did his Latin jazz tours, and you know most of the Latin jazz that was going around at the time, you know, uh, they were using just Latin percussion instruments, instruments, you know, congas, timbales, bongos, you know, cowbell, and then you know, uh, rhythm, you know, the rhythm section and the yeah, bass piano, and then the horn section, you know, the trumpet sax and, and a trombone and a flute and sometimes a violin. Um, and so, you know, listening to that music live, you know, you get the expression of the artist when they're doing a solo, as you've heard in some of these uh, songs in the compositions tonight. Um, with the with the Latin singers, when, you know, I look at the our singers in salsa music as poets. Um, they have a song that they sing, but there is a part of the comp- you know of the of the actual composition where it allows the um, singer to improvise, and that's those are notes that are not written. That has to come from your mind. You have to you have to be sharp. You have you know timing is everything. Your your delivery and. Um, it's the same thing with music, you know, with jazz music, you know, the, the parts that they, you know, around about midnight, you know, a lot of, you know, solos there. But every time you hear a solo, remember, with Latin music and Latin jazz music, that music is coming from the heart. And that, there's not, these, these are not written notes. You know, the written notes are the composition, the melody. And, um, but the solos are inspired by what's happening at the moment and um the talent that executes it and the the way they interpret it um reaches the people that are listening to them and and, uh, in a very special way so um this is what latin is all about and um you know that's some of the 
the things to uh, look at when you're listening to Latin music or salsa music or Latin jazz music, which uh, today is dance Latin well, Latin jazz. There's some Latin jazz compositions you can you can dance to, uh, but salsa music is a dance you know genre, and you can go to any country that has a dance studio today. They will teach you, you know, obviously, you know, the dances, tango and foxtrot, whatever, uh, those dances, waltz, you know, whatever. But they will have a, <laughs> they will have today classes to learn how to dance salsa all over the world. And in your city, I'm sure there's dance to just do it, you know, out of curiosity. You know, call up and then call us back and let us know because uh, from what I've seen, what I've been what I observed throughout the years is that the Latin dance uh, music industry, which we call salsa today, well, you know, bachata is also a dance genre. Um, merengue is a dance genre, but the genre that I have the most experience in is in the tropical salsa genre, and it's just something that I uh, believe that you can feel. Uh, and um, I just wanted to let the audience know that you know this is being brought to us by uh, by you know it's a free it's a public service and it's to educate and entertain you know talk about some artists that they would never hear about and listen to the music that way they would never have uh, an opportunity to to know what the artist was all about. Well, it's definitely an experience for me. And when you listen to good music, especially when you listen to it live, it's like being in church and you get the Holy Ghost. You can't stand still. You want to stand up and shout and move. So that's what music does to you. Music is healing, too. So uh, we got some good vibes going on here tonight. And we're going to get back to the music. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Eric, uh, you, want, you want to add in on something? Only that uh, if y'all want to see something ridiculously energetic and healing, go check out Ray Barreto with Charlie Palmieri. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. That's coming up. Um, right. which, which one is that? One? Which one is that one? Eddie Palmieri. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, Ray Barreto with Charlie Palmieri, and I think it's Eddie Palmieri. They're both there. Um, I was, I, I, I was sure that I had it. There. Well, we got double- it. We probably have it. It'll come up. Well, All right. Well, know, we're gonna get. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I wanted to thank you once again for allowing us to, you know, to come live from from Puerto Rico <laughs> and give a little bit of music to the world to enjoy. And, and yes, we do have Ray, know, Ray Barreto, Charlie Park, and Tito Puente on the set list. Okay. Um, okay. That, that's uh, that's on the set list for tonight. So yes, thank you, Eric. All right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, 
Okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just uh, having a little technical here. We're going to pull up some more music in a minute. Y'all still there? Yeah, we still Hello, here. Yes, I'm here. Okay, All right, then. A little technical yes, yes, issue, yes. but I'm I'm getting it together. All well, right. Look, in know, the meantime, yeah, yeah. I'm going, Betty. Please. What? Guarane, that was a that was a big hit, you know, when it was released. It was just once again, you know, salsa music has taken different directions, you know. Uh you heard um Ray Barreto did um uh a composition of the cover called Exodus. You know, we just heard that of you know, uh you know, one of the probably two two uh tunes ago. And he he was, you know, at that time, believe it or not, I remember that time there. Exodus, the movie came out, <clears throat> and uh, you know you get inspired by the you know different things, and uh, he gave it a Latin beat. You know, uh, if you go to hear Exodus, you know, go on YouTube and find Exodus, you'll see that it's not it doesn't have that swing like this Exodus. Uh, so you know, we had to integrate as visionaries, and. Um, <clears throat> I'm so proud that I had the opportunity to grow up with this music, and uh, um, what we just heard now with uh, the vocals, Guarare, you know, that dance dance music, Latin dance music was changing. You know, it came from the big band era, you know, I mean, 21-piece orchestras in the 40s and 50s, and in the 60s was when it turned into the combos, you know, like the, you know, seven, eight-piece, 12-piece orchestras. But it really took off, in, yeah, in about, you know, in the late 60s when Fonny Records came around and they started producing, you know, they opened up a factory. <laughs> they started releasing, releasing music, uh, salsa music with young artists. And those artists, some of them, the ones that are still alive are still touring. And, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. So music has longevity, okay. and uh, some of these people have, have opened doors for other people to you know, come behind them. Unfortunately, um, we don't have those young people to come behind them um, because of the cost to make those people that are on tour today, like Mark Anthony, let's say, fills up stadiums in you know fifty countries, um, is uh, is has opened the doors for for a lot of young. Latino talent singers. However, when Mark Anthony, when Mark started, I was there, and for three years, Mark Anthony wasn't making any money. He was <clears throat> he was just surviving. You know, he was still living at home, and you know, he was just working. One thing is that you know, if people look at uh, a, a career in the music industry, when you have someone that's going to invest. In your career, by providing production costs, radio promotions, expenses, traveling expenses for tour support, the public relations companies, they do everything. If even if, if your teeth don't, you know, not all aligned the way for, for a showman, 
and they pay for that. So uh, with that in mind, you know, someone has to take that step seriously to avoid anything else or even think about anything else except the recording studio, being on the road, waking up early, doing interviews, and, um, you know, not having a life, really, you know, sleeping in hotels, uh, you know, on planes, hotels, you know, a different city every day. But the payoff is that when you're ready to become a a paid musician or a paid artist, you know, you can start off at a rate of, like what I did with Mark, you know, I'm not as entertaining. He would tell you himself. He was a, he was just starting, of thirty five hundred dollars per show. Today, you cannot get a show with Mark Anthony to perform for less than a half a million dollars. Wow! So that Ooh, is thirty five. Wow! So it pays off. is for show. Put the work I was in. There. I you cannot do an event with Mark Anthony performing, use his name, his likeness, for less than $500,000. Mm. And um, in some places, he gets even more. And so, you know, we have artists that, that, that command a fee of $800,000, a million dollars a show. I'm a ride carrier, you know. <laughs> a ride carrier is not going to do a show for you for, you know, less than a million dollars. And why? Because that's her fee. <laughs> and she has a lot of hits and people show up. Huh? Yeah, they look at, you know, the people who can fill the stadium up. People getting that kind of money, they can really fill the stadium up. Is that what You're absolutely right. <clears throat> You're absolutely right. And not only that, but once again, you know, it takes a, a commitment. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, don't want to make that commitment today. I'm seeing a few pop up. I'm seeing a few pop up. There's a young uh, singer in the in the urban, American urban, black urban, um, urban hip-hop, R&B uh, genre uh, format, radio, radio formats. And um, no, no one's ever heard him. No one's ever seen him perform. His name is Nick, and I see Kate Spies, S-P-I-E-S. But he has uh, a team around him that includes his cousin, which is an NBA player by the name of Carl Anthony Towns from Minnesota Wolverines. And uh, and Jacob and Company, which is Jacob the Jeweler, the person that provides, you know, luxury Jewelry uh, worth millions of dollars. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. Jacob the Jeweler. Jacob and Co. So these are the kind of people that are looking at this kid. I know about this. And they're looking at him and they say, wow, this kid is so talented. You know, we've got to help him. That doesn't Mm -hmm. happen every day. You know what I'm saying? But when it does happen and the artist has the right attitude, there's no telling how far the artist can get. And so uh, that's how this industry is. And Latin music, unfortunately, we don't have people investing in an artist like that anymore. It happened with Mark. He was one of the last ones. 
And no one has done that for them today. So if there is a, uh, a something that has to happen is that we have to think about where who's the next Mark Anthony? Who can, mm-hmm. you know, come up to that level of where he got his incredible talent and his incredible stamina and his, his skills, you know, with, you know, dealing with this industry is is something that uh, not, it, it should be used as a a, a map <laughs> and, you know, just follow follow those steps and, and you will also get there. It's not impossible. But commitment, commitment is a must. And uh, part-time musicians, you work at GM in the day and at night you, you, you play with a salsa band somewhere. You know, that doesn't seem to work, you know. So, uh, but if people are serious, no telling how far they, they can get with this music. And they do need, it is a business, and you do need marketing and promotions and tour support and production costs to be covered mm-hmm. before you can do anything. Today, we're talking about a lot of money. So, you know, with that, you know, Ray Barretta was so fortunate, he was able to, well, you know, be on his own and then, he was signed to Final Records, and so with that, when that took off, forget about it, he was touring the world. But I ran into him in, in Nice. He was performing in France, and I was in Cannes, and uh, touring with his Latin jazz band. So, you know, wherever they love jazz, they, they gravitate to Latin jazz. So some of the things you heard tonight uh, were some Latin jazz compositions, so some covers, but I hope uh, I hope that uh, that people... Enjoy what they're learning and hearing about the late yeah. Ray Barreto. All right, we got to get back on the turntable here.
Yes. We're listening with Eddie Rodriguez and Eric. Hello, Beverly? Yes, we can hear you. Can we you just hear heard, us? yes, okay. uh, better love. <laughs> um, I hope you're enjoying uh, what I'm uh, sharing with you and your listeners tonight. Uh, once again, we're great listening day. to the great, great, great Ray Barretto, late great Ray Barretto, R-A-Y. Uh, you can find all his music on YouTube. That's what we use to bring this to you, to the audience, uh, the listening audience. Ray, and it's the uh, last name is B. Luckin Boy, A R R E T T O, Barretto. And uh, we heard some some great compositions there. We did hear that pastime Paradise. Uh, which at the time, you know, that was a big hit. Once again, you know, we talked about it earlier. You know, Exodus at the time, you know, that came out, that music was on the radios and movies and film was in movie theaters. And he created something Latin out of it. And A Pastime Paradise, you know, I'm sure you remember that song. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Wonder classic. Stevie Wonder, you say? Yeah, that was a Stevie Wonder classic right there. Done again in the hip-hop genre by Coolio. Big up to Coolio, who passed away recently. Yeah. I Uh didn't know Coolio. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I ran into Coolio in the South of France (laughs) at the the Meetup Music Industry Trade Show back in uh, in the 2000s, you know. And, um, you know, a lot of people didn't go to that event because it was uh, it was for upper level executives, you know, from you know, presidents of record labels and uh, music publishing companies and performing rights societies from all over the world. They would gather there. They would rendezvous there every, every January for you know fifty six. Well, when I was there, I ended up working for them doing um, a Latin American sales for the Read Me Them organization, which is. The organizers of, of them, um, and they they were owned by a by a company out of uh, London called Reed Elsevier, and then in the U.S. they were part of Reed Exhibitions. I don't know if you ever heard of Reed Exhibitions, but you know that company uh, now they sold the license to that name, Medem. Um Obviously, the you know, pandemic hit them hard, you know, these people used to have, um, you know, participants from 80 countries every year for 50, you know, 55 years, and the pandemic hit, you know, obviously nobody was traveling, so um, that put a dent into that, and they, what they did was they took that trademark, and again, well-known industry brand name for um, important uh, participants and exhibits. You know, people used to bring and, and they would when the CD world was really <laughs> they would bring their CDs and license to different countries and they would make deals right there, publishing deals for countries all over the world. So now um, the city of Cannes 
has acquired the rights to the museum, and it's going on right now in, in, in the south of France. So. And Coolio was, you know, as an artist, I, you know, he was smart enough to at least, you know, get to know that, you know. And he's a colorful guy, you know. You see him, I mean, he was with his, he was with his crew, you know, <laughs> and going down, you know, that, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a crowded time of the year, but he would be, he was noticed, that's for sure. So, that's a piece Coolio, but um, that. Um, interpretation of um, that particular um, composition by Stevie Wonder is something interesting in the arrangement, you know, and the lyrics in English, I think, I think we're able to bring something to the table that was different. And then, you know, we've been listening to lead singers uh, with Ray Barreto, like the incredible Ruben Blade, um, Alberto Santiago, uh, Tito Allen, you know, he's had some great singers you know, to interpret. And, you know, guys, they are professionals, they feel it. They are what we call in the Latin music, the tropical music industry, soneros, S-O-N-E-R-O-S, soneros. And what that means is that they have, um, they're poets. And when they do their improvisations during a, Doing a song, it all comes from rhyming. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a gift. It's a, a talent that a lot of people don't have. So, uh, Ray Barretta always had great sonetos, and uh, so we got a little taste of that tonight. So, um, I think that um, we're going to be wrapping up soon, and I'm wondering if yeah. anybody wants to call or make comments or send you a. Uh, Email, you know, or me an email to to let us know how uh, how their uh, how the music is coming through and if uh, if they like it, so we can keep on going. Uh, next week we're going to spotlight uh, since um, is uh, Black History Month. It's going to start to be our first broadcast, so we're going to spotlight a Black Latin jazz. Um, and salsa artist, musician by the name of Mongo Santa Maria. Um, once again, we talk about this, and uh, you know, I can't stress it enough. Um, black Latinos, when they went to the South, sometimes in the band there would be white Puerto Ricans and black Cubans, you know, together, and there was no between them. There was nothing. <laughs> You know, they sit down and eat the same table. But when they got to the South, you know, the white musicians had to go to the white section, and the black musicians had to go to the black, to the colored section. And so the black uh, Puerto Rican or the black um, Latino, let's say in a broad sense, South is as much prejudice as the American uh, a black American, you know, during the the times where there were, you know, Jim Crow laws, so to speak. So, um, dealing with that, you know, is a lot of music didn't get that far during that time. But now, you know, today, now we can reach the world. So, uh, I'm very appreciative to you, uh, Beverly, uh, for bringing me on board to uh, to do some. A series to spotlight um, 
Latin music, tropical legends of um, Latin jazz and tropical music. Uh, we, we call this Eddie Rodriguez a South Bronx tale. Uh, I think that's uh, a title we're going to keep on using. And uh, we hope to bring you more of this music uh, every week from 9 to 11 p.m. at Eastern Standard Time on Beverly V's Truth to Power on blogtalkradio.com. And, and, Eddie, can you uh, give out your information if people would like to get in contact with you? You might have some of those uh, superstars out there that's listening that has that super and uh, you the person to see. So how can they uh, contact you? Well, I'll be, ha- I'll be happy to help. Um, the best way to reach me is through LinkedIn. Um, and you just look for Eddie Rodriguez. There's a few Eddie Rodriguez's out there, but um, you can see me in a photo with Tito Puente, uh, the late, great Tito Puente, rest in peace, who I was able to work with throughout his, his you know, last 20 years of his life. Um, and um, you can enter Latin, L-A-T-I-N, works, W-O-R-K-S, music. And that's the company that I use to uh, produce concerts in Madison Square Garden and uh, do tours in Latin America. And I still have that uh, LinkedIn page there. So, yeah, feel free to reach me there. And I'd be more than happy to uh, to hit you back. All right. Well, thank you, Eddie Rodriguez. And, Eric, uh, you will be on Monday, correct, at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time? That is correct, Beverly. And we'll be moving into the uh, Black Mystery Month, I call it, Black Mystery, because they still haven't been able to figure us out totally. And uh, mm-hmm. and we'll be spotlighting 50 years of hip-hop music. And we will continue to have uh, artists and guests on. And, uh, yes, we're looking for shifting gears and moving into a higher frequency. And thank you, Eddie. Well, thank, and thank you. Thank both yeah. of you, Eddie. It's my pleasure, uh, Eric. You're the one that introduced me to Beverly, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being on board with us for, you know, the rest of this year, hopefully. Um, next week we're also going to have a guest from uh, one of former member of the Young Lords. Uh, we're going to have a, a discussion about the um, the culture of the Puerto Rican diaspora, you know, and the and the Young Lords and, and movement and what they were able to do during that time and their rise and their fall. But uh, we have one of their members, uh, and uh, he's going to be on with us next week, next Thursday, 9 p.m., okay. 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you both. Better love. Appreciate the work that both of y'all do. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Oh, my God.
Thank you. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.